What up, my nerds, and welcome to the Tazaka Nerd Talk Podcast. Today we're here with Professor Pretz talking about a topic that we have been talking about for a while, and I've been in- happy to finally get this recording in. Um, we're going to be talking about kind of like the evolution of being nerds, if that's kind of how you would call it, uh, but we'll definitely get a better title later on. <laughs> I think that's the best way to describe it real quick. Uh, but Professor Pretz, go ahead and introduce yourself, let the people know who you are. Hello, trainers. Uh, I am Professor Pretz uh, on Instagram and YouTube. Um, I am very big in the Pokemon world, but I also enjoy many other nerd escapes, you could say. All right, all right. And definitely, uh, I met Professor Pretz on Instagram. I want to say how long has it been now? A few months, like six months, seven months? We know each other a little bit? Yeah. Somewhere around that. Probably take. a little longer now. Yeah, with COVID, everything just seems like, oh, one big month. So, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's one day. <laughs> yeah, one day. <laughs> Literally, it feels like that. Man. It's crazy how everything's just so together. But yeah, um, so today, uh, we're definitely going to talk about a few topics about how nerds have been looked at from when we grew up. We were both born in the 80s, well, late 80s, 86 myself. I think you're 86 also, right? Yep. Yep, 86 babies. Um, pretty much... You know, how everything started from us when we were little nerds to now adult nerds and how everything has changed over time and how people see everything. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. So um, the first question is how nerds have been seen or treated over time. So, you know, personally, I know for me in school, it was a definitely uh, a learning curve with enjoying all the nerdy things that I liked compared to trying to be quote-unquote cool um but we'll, we'll go with yours if you want to start definitely feel free to tell us how was your school experience as a nerd so to speak um i'd say it's it's what you typically see so growing up you know you you start to play sports and stuff like that as a kid and your parents push you into things that you wouldn't be normally into and then uh you reach those you know early teen years, 11, 12, you start to find things that you like. And that is where I picked up a lot of things that, you know, are considered, most people would say are, are in the nerd spectrum, comics, anime, you know, Pokemon, things like that. Um, so for the most part, um, <clears throat> I was, you know, really into RPGs, Pokemon, Japanese culture. Um, and at the time, uh, it was not very popular. It was new. All of it was different. Um, Pokemon being the outlier, I'd say, um, because it was it was very popular with kids, and Pokemon being a kids thing, it was more widely accepted. Um, where, as you know, I was you know eleven, twelve, thirteen. Anime was more things like Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon and stuff like that. Um, but those are the things you'd see on TV. But me being a little bit older, I had the ability to go to the video store and buy some stuff. Or, you know, as the internet became more prominent, you know, downloading on my 56K modem a whole episode that took like six hours to download. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember those old days with the dial-up and everything. These people, they would never understand. Like, it's such a big difference downloading, like you said, episodes of stuff back then and now. Um, I want to say, like, for me, yeah, definitely started at a young age. I was always big into, like you mentioned, anime, Dragon Ball Z, 
Um, I always like to draw. So I just obviously fell into the anime world, the cartoon world. Um, and then, like you said, Pokemon came out. We were kids. We played it a lot. Um, I know for me, personally, I didn't get picked on a lot. I know a lot of people that did get picked on a lot. Um, but for me, it was because I was able to kind of mix it and blend it with other stuff. Like um, like you said, you know, you kind of keep quiet to yourself when it comes to your nerds your nerd you know spectrum like you said or how what you really like and all the things you enjoy just because people you'll make fun of you all that kind of stuff um i remember once this was back in junior high school the old game boy days you remember when we used to trade with people oh, with yeah. the wire and the cable mm. every time you would trade pokemon so i remember one time and this this stuck with me even until now because that's when i realized like oh man people really do get picked on um and i want to say I guess this is one day that I got picked on. Um, that was kind of major, whatever. I don't. I, again, I didn't see it as getting picked on, but now as I think about it, it might be true. But I was trading with a friend of mine, and we were playing game. We were playing Pokemon, and um, some dude just comes and takes my Game Boy, and um, and that's when I realized, oh, people really do get picked on. But the thing is, he picked on the wrong person. <laughs> so it's like, I remember like it was yesterday. It was in the lunchroom. He took the Game Boy. Um, I was chasing after him. Security stopped me. I had to tell him what happened. He didn't want to help. The thing is, I saw this kid in the very next class after lunch. And the moment we got into class, he got rocked. <laughs> like, I just straight up went into the classroom. I punched him. Um, I, I obviously a few times I took my Game Boy back. I got in, I was like, oh, why you hit him? We got into a big argument. Principal came in. I told him he stole something from me. And the security guard downstairs, they didn't want to help and get my stuff back. And I needed to get it back. And they were like, oh, that's not the answer, whatever. But point blank is, ever since that day, obviously, he never picked up me again or tried to steal my Game Boy. And it sucks that you have to be so sometimes to that, um, to like the violence, to try to defend something you enjoy and like. Because from my, you know, experience, a lot of people who are quote-unquote nerds and are really like, the violent type or fighting type. Obviously, there are a few who defend them. They fight. Yeah. But for the most part, I've seen people just take the abuse. And when he, I was not going for that. So that's like for me when I realized, oh, okay. In high school, it's different. I want to say in high school now where it's still not as, uh, like you said, wasn't still a thing. I was in high school, probably the same time as you were from 01 to 05. Um, so I, at that time, it was not still like a normal thing. In high school, the only thing I, I used to play more like Yu-Gi-Oh cards during lunch mm. a lot, but it was never a thing where I always got picked on. So it it was just like I had my ways of doing it. Plus, I did sports, so I guess I balanced it out, so to speak, when it comes to the nerd part of myself and then like the quote-unquote cool, normal, average kid, so to speak. So that was just my experience through school-wise itself. Well, what's funny about that is you, you know, you're talking about like breaking it up into different things. And I think that's what we're going to lead into later. But I mean, if you look back and, and as we were growing up, all the movies portrayed nerds as these, yep. you know, pocket protectors, you know, playing on their calculators and things like yep. that and just getting beat up by the jocks and they weren't cool and they were into computers and things like that. Yep. And it, it, that is what I remember growing up is the portrayal of what a nerd was. Mm -hmm. And 
them you know like oh they liked star wars and even even as we grew up you have shows that even depict that yeah. where it's like that 70s show talks about you know how like oh they like star wars and it's a nerdy thing and he gets made fun of for it and stuff like that well yeah and like you said growing up with all these shows like for example you know me i'm a big 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 power ranger fan even power rangers did it um with billy um he didn't get picked on but he spoke a certain way that everybody thought all nerds speak you know, he would use the higher vocabulary words than most people and then all this kind of stuff. And like, I'm rewatching the show again because they're going to remove it from Netflix. So of course, I want to rewatch it again. But even my favorite show growing up as a kid did it. And it's like, okay, but that's not how we all are. Like, it's it, it was annoying, but I mean, I still watch the show because it's a great show. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but at the same yeah, time, it's it like, was yeah. it was the way. And that's yeah. the thing is you have to remember that that's how our parents and their parents portrayed these nerdy people that were coming into the culture of what these things were like, you know, like your standard, you know, person was supposed to grow up and play a sport. And, you know, these things were the popular things and computers and like, you know, science fiction and stuff like that was considered different, not the norm at the time. Yeah, that is true. So as we grew up, we saw these differences. And that's that's a huge line, too, because even, you know, we were born after the Star Wars boom happened. Star Wars was 1977, uh, 80 and 83. So obviously we're we're already, you know, a little bit older. So our parents were definitely a part of bringing that into it. But it still came from their culture. A lot of the the nerdisms that were in you know, movies and things like that, that really portray like this nerd as something that's bad and something that you don't want to be. Yeah. I definitely remember that. Like, I mean, for me personally, like, how do you think it affected you like socializing with people? Like, was it easy for you to like start conversation with people with stuff that had nothing to do with like the things you enjoyed? Because I feel like at times you kind of had to, like you mentioned, portray to be somebody you kind of were not when it comes to like enjoying things. So like for like what do you think for you socially it did with like at that age, obviously communicating or just making friends or stuff like that as well? I mean, again, it's one of the, like you said, like there weren't a lot of people that specifically made fun of me about the things that I liked. Um but it, it like especially in high school, you tend to gravitate towards those people that like the same thing as you. Yeah. Um like, I was friends with people who played sports and stuff like that, but obviously I was closer to a lot of the friends that I had were more into, you know, anime and stuff like that and, and, and Pokemon and all these things that I still, you know, love today, like video games and stuff like that. And I'm still friends with a lot of those people still today where the other people that maybe, you know, played sports, I only talked to a few of them. You know, they went off and did their thing. Yeah, that's true. That's just what you mean. And I think that's what one of the things we're going to point out a lot is the difference of then and compared to now. Like you said, the norm of what it was, the norm back then and compared to the norm now. So um, I guess we could kind of start a little bit with how it slowly (laughs) became like a norm, um, so to speak, with liking and enjoying all these little nerdy things that we do. Uh, So in that one, I kind of want to just go into the topic and like you mentioned, like we talked about how comic books have been turned into movies and how that's changed everything. So you definitely, um, how do you feel like movies affected the whole nerd culture once that whole boom started of these movies coming up? 
Well, I think we both agree that the the big kick... I mean, obviously there have been comic book movies prior to this, mm-hmm. but I think both you and I agree that 2008, Iron Man's release, is the definitive date that comic book movies become cool. Yep, I definitely would have to agree. 2008, I remember the first Iron Man movie. And like you mentioned, there have been other comic books movies have been created but the technology behind it for me i think was not there to make it such a boom like it is now um so definitely definitely we have to agree 2008 was the year where they all sparked and that's that's the big kick for me is i mean um i mean we talk about all these things that are you know in this culture and iron man starts it it's 2008 you have iron man release 2009 Disney comes in and buys up Marvel. They see this boom that's about to happen and they buy it up and they say, all right, we have to keep this going. Same year you see Jessica Negri, her first big cosplay at Comic-Con in 2009. And we haven't really touched on cosplay and and what it is, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, it, it basically anybody that, that doesn't understand, it, it's dressing up as characters from the things, you know, that you enjoy at conventions and things like that. But you see her dress up as Pikachu and all of a sudden there's this huge cosplay boom. So with 2009 and then all of a sudden from there, it's you've got Twitch exploding in 2011. Uh, you got uh, the Pokemon 20th anniversary in 2016, Attack on Titan in 2013 releasing, which anime became like widely known again. It's like the biggest boom since Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, and then even so even even things like board games, 2013 to 2015, Critical Role comes out. Um, mm-hmm. A bunch of YouTube channels are featuring like Dungeons and Dragons all over. So it's it's this huge boom. And then even, you know, that same time period, Marvel uh, is doing great. Disney goes, hey, we're going to buy Lucasfilm and start creating Star Wars movies again. So during this whole time period, you just have this explosion of, you know, what movies like Iron Man did to just increase what it means to be a nerdy person. It was non-existent. And then all of a sudden you have just movies, anime, you know, uh, board games, video games, just exploding onto the scene. Everything happens in 2008. Yeah, and I have to agree that definitely 2008 was a big year because I feel like not only, this kind of goes back to, like I mentioned, the technology is there. So not only is Marvel doing all this crazy stuff with their graphics and movies and everything, um, then cosplay becomes a thing. I feel like also, like you mentioned, YouTube. That in itself has helped, I feel like it's also helped reach out other people that are like that and not really talk about it or be part of it or communicate with others and build a community around it. Um, I think that's why I've always liked the fact that the internet has done that. Um, I know YouTube was big, like you mentioned, with uh, all these games. And um, social media itself has also increased, especially, like you said, the cosplay world. Now we're seeing the boom of it is insane. And I've been going to Comic Cons for a long time. And year after year after year, it's just more and more and more packed, more cosplays, which is great because we like to see the imagination. But it's definitely 
a difference. It's like being accepted more. People are like, oh, it's cool now. Or people are like, oh, yeah, you know, Marvel did Spider-Man. Marvel did this. Marvel did Iron Man, the Hulk, Avengers. And it's like, this is only, think about this, though. It's only Marvel. Like, I feel like DC still has a lot to prove. And I feel like that alone would make it even better because DC, for me, is my favorite. I think Marvel took off because of the movies, how great the movies did and how great the directors and the creators of those movies were. But Oh, yeah. yeah and I, we're going to see a lot yeah. more of that coming forth. Oh, yeah. They've taken over with shows and a bunch of great stuff. Um, and I feel like the shows and the movies have changed how people view that whole nerd culture um, and accepted it. Because back then, like you said, when we used to dress up on our own, the only time was acceptable as well, Halloween, because you could be whatever you want. But whenever mm-hmm. we did our own, like you said, people used to dress up to play Dungeons and Dragons in the basements. Like, that was a real thing. And people got, like you said, oh, the kids do that? Like, why? Well, that makes no sense, blah, blah, blah. But now, even adults that didn't get it are like, oh, okay, okay, I see. It's cool now because it's in movies. I'm like, what? <laughs> it was cool before that. Like, to us, that was just how we were before that boom that happened when that movie came out. Yeah, and that was the thing is that the, it was it's like you said the social media aspect creates a point where you have the ability to meet all these friends that like the things that you like. I mean, that applies to a bunch of different stuff, but the main thing is that you can reach out to friends that love, you know, cosplay, that love anime, that love Pokemon, which, again, we have this amazing Pokemon community on Instagram that wouldn't be there if it wasn't for social media. You wouldn't know all these friends. I wouldn't know you. Yeah, that's true. We wouldn't have talked. We wouldn't be doing this awesome recording right now about this. Um, and it's funny you mentioned the anime thing, because um, I remember watching um what's that cartoon network show that you were blank on it right now um adult swim and then they had all these shows like inuyasha cowboy bebop um they introduced people into the uh i feel like those shows was tsunami yeah tsunami there you go that's the one tsunami oh man i spent so much so many late night hours (laughs) watching those shows man and like you said i still feel like that was early in the boom, and then when the boom came out, I feel like everybody was. What I personally like about the boom is the creativity. Again, this goes back to the cosplay because there are characters that people um, dress up as from animes that I've never heard about. And when I ask them, I'm like, oh, cool, let me look into the anime. I'm like, oh, wait, this is crazy. Because, of course, there's way too many to keep track of. Like, oh, yeah. I know there's a lot. I know Attack on Titan was big. Obviously, the most popular, I feel like, in America is Dragon Ball Z. Um, I feel like a lot of people know Dragon Ball Z. At least I know from like my group of like people that I know, like at least the Hispanic culture. Um, because from us, Dragon Ball Z was like well, I'm speaking for like Dominicans in general. Um, most of the Dominicans we used to have it in DR and Dominican Republic. That show used to come out first. So me and my friends used to like literally find links to watch them in Spanish because they would come out first in the Dominican Republic than they would in the United States. And I noticed that in the United States, they also changed a lot of the um, words. Like, there's a lot more cursing in that show that we really know <laughs> than they do oh, show yeah. you in the United States. And I feel like when you really like a show and you research the show, it's great because you get to enjoy a lot more. And I feel like the anime culture has changed a lot due to the internet as well. 
Oh, yeah. I think that anime is one of the... I mean, it's obviously one of the oldest of the um, things that we're pretty much talking about. Because, obviously, like, you have comics and stuff like that that have been pretty consistent. But, like, anime becomes, like, this thing where it's it's been around. It's been here just as long as anything else. But it feels very new. Because, obviously, you have things like Astro Boy that came out and... Um, uh, loop in the third that were you know old shows mm-hmm. that yeah. that become very popular with even our parents but we just don't see them being popular enough that they're they're big and then of course obviously in the 90s we see the pokemon and digimon boom uh along with a couple other you know small shows love my digimon i'm, I'm not gonna lie low-key i enjoyed the digimon show more than the Pokemon show. Like I, I am one hundred percent with you on that. Yeah, I honestly did, and I think to me it was the fact that Digimon they spoke, um, like the po- like sorry, I almost said Pokemon, <laughs> like the actual creatures, the digital creatures actually spoke and they interact with their, you know, their characters, and it's like it was cool, and I liked how they evolved and then de evolved, like they just go back and forth. Um, I really oh. enjoyed the show a lot more than Pokemon. Uh, the story actually yes. had darkness to it. Yes. Which, as, as again, yes. our age, we wanted to see, you know, like, obviously gritty things along mm-hmm. with happy things. So, yes. you know, if for the kids, Pokemon made sense. But our us, age growing up, I don't think it was it was the right time. You're right, though, because Digimon <laughs> was more dark. Um, and I've always, I think I've had a few back and forth with a few people about Digimon and Pokemon, like, which is better. Um, of course, I feel like there's a more strong following for Pokemon than there is Digimon. But like you said, because of that difference of the storyline itself. Um, I think I've told your sister the same thing, too, about how I enjoy Digimon more. I actually have a bunch of Digimon from 1999 cards, like first edition Digimon cards that I have a binder of. But I obviously don't have any of my Pokemon ones because the Pokemon are actually used to battle. The Digimon ones I actually just enjoyed to collect. So of course I don't have any of my old cards, but yeah, that was that was definitely for me was better uh, when it comes to the two shows itself. Well, when it comes down to that, it's like this huge anime boom happens, and you get like what we were talking about. You get Dragon Ball Z and Cowboy Bebop, and all these shows. You know, Sailor Moon, for, and, and you know all this stuff. Um, was what was it? Outlaw Star. Um, yeah huge in in the anime community and a lot of them i mean like dragon ball z had its own card game at the same time pokemon did yeah i didn't i didn't i honestly didn't even know dragon ball z had a card game the Back newest, then, it was hard the, for me to get cards man it really was as a kid this is the 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 dragon ball z card game that's out right now that a bunch of people like you know show on instagram and stuff like that is the third iteration of the u.s card game of dragon ball z Interesting. I We've had see those three variants. Nice. Oh yeah, the the new fuck. ones are beautiful. Sexy but as fuck. Yeah, it yeah. is the third time that they've had to release a Dragon Ball Z card game because it never has like stuck before. I think this is finally going to be the time that we actually get a card game that sticks with them. Okay, that's interesting. I honestly didn't even know. Like back then, like I said, it was hard for me to get cards. Um, obviously as a kid, you don't have the financial means to just buy whatever you oh, want. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know you've been through it. We've all been through it. And that's why now as an adult, I feel like 
we personally put more passion into it because now we could finally afford those things. Like you saw how how hard I geeked out when I got my Red Ranger helmet. I wear it for my lives. Like, like I, I people be like, oh, how can you wear it? You should have it, you know, closed up, put it somewhere, keep it safe. Nah, man, I wanted this. I was like twelve years old. There's no way that the twelve year old me will let me not put this helmet on. <laughs> And that's another thing that brings us right back around is, you know, like these things that we've grown up loving are going to be passed on to our, our kids. And I think that's what closes the gap in this, you know, this nerd culture of growing up with these things that we like that were considered nerdy is they become less nerdy because we're sharing them. Correct. Yeah, which definitely does lead on to the... the... Um, one of the topics towards the end, like pretty much the growth. I know we've been talking about it, but just the growth overall um, of the nowhere, like you mentioned, it will close that gap of like people being looked at differently or made fun of a little bit or that kind of stuff just because of the nerd things that we're into. Yeah, I mean, even today, like I work with guys that are older than me. Um, and, you know, just the fact that I play computer games or you know, stuff like that. They're like, oh, people who play video games are nerds, you know, they just sit around and play games all day. Yet, 20 minutes later, I see them both sitting there staring at their cell phones, like texting away. But it's, it's you know, seeing like the way that we are, like even playing video games when we were kids, like it was normal to play video games, but it wasn't like how it is today like video games is a business you play video games to be profitable which i still you know even at my age it it baffles me that i can watch other people because i don't really enjoy watching people play video games i would rather play myself but i can't believe that it's you literally could just sit there and play video games and be making money doing it and it's so funny you go into video games because that is one of my biggest things my biggest thing is video games. I have, everyone who knows me knows I love gaming. I'm a gamer. I love video games. And it's funny you say that because, yeah, back then, I would have loved to be in a place like people are now where you could just get paid to play this game. And it's like you mentioned, this whole Twitch and the streaming thing is so weird. Like, people really sit there and watch other people play. And it's so strange because I feel like that's more of a younger uh, generation of people who do it, unless a lot of old people who actually do it themselves. I personally have not been able to like sit through a whole stream unless I'm interacting with that person who's playing. Like for example, um Well that's exactly it. Right yeah. what you just said there. Interacting, interacting with them. Yep. the fact that you can sit down and interact with the person is what makes it interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel like unless there's some people who I personally like people who have a good amount of followers that they're able to interact with them instead of those who have like thousands almost millions and they just kind of and it's hard i get it the more followers you get the more it is to interact with everybody the harder it is to have everybody in your gameplay um i i'll be joining um your sister's friend justin on his stream and we, we do race together for pokemon sword and shield and that's fun and it's cool um and i feel like okay that's fun because i'm in the game with that person um that's why i like low followers twitch streamers because i feel like they interact more and like again i understand the aspect of the more followers the harder it is but yeah video games to me i think to me that was the most quote-unquote nerdiest thing i did like you said but like your your co-workers for example you mentioned that and oh they're on their phone but they don't realize that playing games in the phone is the same thing as playing video games on the console you're playing a game 
Like, exactly. I know, I know people who do that and make fun of like that. Like, oh, like like my uncle used to say, oh, you spend so much time playing um your video games all the time. You don't do nothing. But he has more games on his phone than I do. Yeah. And <laughs> and and those video games that we're playing, like, it's it's a story medium. Like, many of the games, like, sure, you have your Grand Theft Autos where you're just going around and shooting people and stuff like that. And your Call of Duties. But even, like, a Call of Duty storyline has substance to it. There's yeah. There is a story to be told. And obviously, it's not the biggest story in some aspects, but there are good stories to be told through video games. I mean... I think that's what draws a lot of us to certain games is the amazing storylines that a lot of them have. And that's the culture that we grew up in. And it's a new medium. It's like reading a book, except you're a part of it. You're part of it. And that's why I love RPG and MMO games. RPG and MMO games is like, to me, are my favorite overall. Um, I think my favorite RPG game is Fable. I don't know if you ever played Fable. Mm-hmm. Oh man, the power to have and be whoever you want in a game, and I think also obviously Zelda in a way kind of did that, but it was different when Fable came out because you literally grow as a kid and just do whatever you want. Like if you were evil, you had horns at the end of the game. <laughs> like to me in my head, I was like, oh, I could be as evil as I want in a game, and it's like you know, it's still be rewarded. Like it, it, I don't know, I just enjoy it. It's always been a good thing. Um, well, I mean, not... I played World of Warcraft yeah. for 12 years. Whew. Everything that you do is just Whew. your character. That's like, MMO, right, if I'm mistaken, World of Warcraft? Yeah. yeah. Uh, basically, you're online. You're just playing with millions of other people. And again, another thing that was considered extremely nerdy when it came out. South Park makes a whole episode. Oh, my God, yes. About how just sitting and playing World of Warcraft makes you a fat nerd. Yep, yep, that is so true. You say that, and there's a lot of games that we could kind of go through and see like how ridiculous it was back then and how much fun they made of it. But now we got a whole sport, like it's literally esports. Like, and, like just think of. I, I honestly love it, and people be like, "Oh, how is this a sport? How you?" I'm like, you don't understand. Like, esports is, I think, is great for the video game worlds. Um, I honestly, personally feel like, oh my God, just drew a blank in that game again. The, um, the one that kind of made it famous. Uh, oh my God, I just drew a blank on that game. Well, you've got StarCraft, you've got no. Overwatch. Um, no, it was before, it's an older one. League of Legends, right. there you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like League of Legends, from what I used to see, I feel like that's what blew up the esports a little bit. Um, World of Warcraft obviously has been there, but from the trend that I saw, at least, it was League of Legends. The biggest esports actually is originally it's StarCraft, but it, again, is not a U.S. thing. StarCraft is huge over in Asian culture, uh, Korea specifically, um, in the esports market. And then, of course, like you said, League of Legends, you know, gets pushed over here. Again, huge in Korea because esports is considered an actual sport to them. They are paying for their kids to go to school to specifically play video games long before we start seeing that exact same trend start happening here where the state of Arizona is now offering courses in video gaming. 
which is hilarious. You can go to college to play video games. That's incredible. Um, the fact also, like you said, the culture has grown so much that even athletes have a team. Like Rick Fox, the basketball player. This dude has an esports team. And he literally has people. Like, when you think about it like that, like, it, I personally enjoy it. I like how it's grown. I think there's an older game. Now I'm thinking back of older games when it comes to, like, online sports, like, esports, so to speak. Early in the stage was Counter-Strike. You ever remember that one? Yep. Yeah. Counter-Strike always changed it for the shooting aspect of the games. I remember that was back in the original Xbox, then PC. Well, it, sorry, it was PC first, then hit the Xbox. After it hit the Xbox, it got more popular in PC, and it was just, it blew up when it comes to, like, online, early online gaming. Um, overall, when it comes to shooters, at least, because I know we had a bunch of other different online games, but shooters, we had Halo, which wasn't really online for the first generation console as much as Counter-Strike was. So that's why I, I like to see these older games, and I feel like we need to definitely give props to the older games that made every new game out there possible to do this, because I used to do Madden tournaments before it was like a quote-unquote sports I've been playing Madden since Madden 99 when they had, like, the old Nintendo in it. Like, I've been doing tournaments for years, and it was never recognized. It was a waste of time. But these sports, I feel like, led the way – I'm sorry, these games led the way to how esports is and actually being able to have other people come in and just enjoy it as much as we did. And I have nothing against it. Uh, like, people that made fun of it back then, if they're enjoying it now – enjoy it because i'm just glad that more people are into it and like you said goes back to closing that loop of the whole nerd culture yeah it's it's something that we should embrace and share obviously there's people that find it i, I guess if you were really bullied as a kid then you'd find it wrong that these people that bullied you are into the same things you're into now um but i think we all should just embrace that you know each of us is nerdy it's in some form like there's there's some thing that was considered nerdy that may not be now but it was and that's what makes us like all exactly the same is we just all like these things that deep down are just you know our passions we we like you know the idea of different cultures now and in the idea of video games and anime and board games that just blown up so it's it's a whole different world of different types of things that we can enjoy together and and that's i think that's what really brings it home is that like you can go to a pokemon tournament and meet new friends yep. you can go to a video game tournaments you can go to comic-con and meet these people and yep. become friends with them it's just a connected world where you can find people that enjoy the exact same things that you enjoy. Yeah, and I think that's the my favorite part of it. Like you mentioned, yeah, you definitely hit it there with people who got picked on and got bullied, and now all these bullies are doing it. But, I mean, honestly, like, I feel like I enjoy it, more people being in it. Now, what I don't enjoy is just the ones who are in it for the wrong reasons. Um, you know, when it comes to it, they realize, oh, it's booming. Now I could maybe make some profit off of this. And that's obviously a whole different topic, but that kind of takes a little bit of joy out of it. But for me personally, when it comes to comics, like the comics aspect of it, I never got to get my hands on these, obviously as a kid, old comics. 
But there was a comic that came out, and I really hope if I don't do it, somebody has to do it. <laughs> so I just put it out there. So they had a Power Rangers and Ninja Turtle comic book. Um, I'm sure you've seen it all over my Instagram because I mm-hmm. talk about it nonstop. Um, I literally bought every single cover that came out. I'm talking about from the real rare ones limited. I didn't want to count how much money I'm spending on it because it's too much. But the comic books, it had two of my favorite things growing up. And I hope at some point they make this into a movie. And because it's Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles. And people are going to be like, oh, they, they kind of did. They had them in a TV show. No, 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 no. I remember that episode when the Power Rangers and the Turtles were in a TV show together. That was not the same. I need the comic book movie to be made. <laughs> And if I could financially make myself do that, man, I'm telling you. And I just feel like that is why, going to back and just to recap a little bit, the comic books being turned to movie was great because now we obviously see the stuff that we enjoyed and there's other people coming to it. Well, that's a huge factor moving forward is that um, people our age are now old enough that we are starting to control what's getting put into the media and then the kids who are starting to grow up are going to be pushing that stuff even further into the media so in your lifetime you could see that movie because Mm -hmm. those kids are gonna love the same things you love and start to push them out so it's 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 just this continuation of the things that we like we're gonna pass on to our children and they're gonna pass on and as they grow up they're going to take that stuff and and change it into things. And I mean, it's a bad example, but Star Wars is this amazing movie that comes out. And, and George Le- Lucas holds it for far too long as his child, in my opinion. But it is, it's this amazing franchise to me. I, I love Star Wars. I've read so many of the books and everything like that. But you, you have J.J. Abrams come in when Disney buys it up and he makes a movie. And it was a passion project for him. And I'm not saying it was good, but it was a passion project for him because he loved it. But then you look at something like, again, The Mandalorian comes out. And again, you have Jon Favreau and um, what's his face who made Iron Man. Again, he makes Iron Man and he makes The Mandalorian. You're talking about things he loved as a kid. He loved Star Wars. He loved comics. And now he's making these TV shows and movies that we are obsessed with. And that's going to keep happening as we move forward. Um, the kids who are today watching these Iron Man and, you know, Captain Marvel and all these movies um, are going to continue making those things as we get older. Yeah. And, and I feel like that definitely would be a good close to like people being bullied pretty much. Like they won't be as picked on for this particular thing. Uh, because, like you said, it, their kids and their kids will enjoy it, and then, you know, that that kind of takes care of that. Yeah, but I'm definitely, you know, I'm glad we got this, you know, we got to talk about this um, when it comes to, like, the evolution of the word nerd or being a nerd or how people see nerds because I enjoyed it um, being there from the beginning to how what is becoming and hopefully what it will become. Uh, people just geeking out like sitting down and just geeking out about cool stuff and cool shit like that and it's like that's what's up and eventually i'll definitely do some podcasts like that when we just sit here and just shoot the shits <laughs> like we do it now like you say yeah. um and then we just geek out about awesome cool shit that we've always wanted to always had 
the passion for it, but never had the platform to kind of just sit there and talk and do all the shit that we do now. Um, and I'm, I'm happy for it, you know, especially with the community that we have. Um, I feel like you guys definitely, it's a close, close, close group of people, especially for the Pokemon part. Um, I'm definitely knowing a lot new people out there in different parts of the world that are into it or different lifestyles of people like people who are never expected to enjoy pokemon but oh they like pokemon that's that's crazy that's cool like i'm glad that everyone gets to enjoy it not just pokemon everything when it comes to this stuff yeah it's something that we can all enjoy together and talk about and and that's the big thing is and even moving forward like when you have kids or if you have kids the things that they like may seem weird but that doesn't mean that it's stupid it just might be something that you don't understand so just accept you know those things and and look at them from a different point of view from what you were growing up with was weird to your parents yeah because my mom still calls the xbox nintendo Uh, (laughs) like to her everything is a nintendo man because like i said they don't get it and i understand that their age obviously they didn't grow up with the stuff that we did but yeah my mom used to be like oh you're you know kind of weird or whatever you like this kind of stuff over this and i'm like yeah because i don't really care about that bullshit boring stuff that everybody is into like i like oh, the stuff that, like i my, like the stuff that I like <laughs> my dad still says pokemans no pokemans, way for real? man for real come on <laughs> yeah my mom just says in spanish muñequito or everything that's like cartoons so everything to her is like oh what's that cartoon you liked she could be talking about 40 different million cartoons that i like but she just and she wants me to figure it out one day the other day she calls me because we were talking about how the simpsons oh i put her on to how the simpsons are predicted the future and she all she does is call me about it now she goes oh uh obviously it's in spanish she'd be like um the cartoon those little yellow ones you told me about like, but she told me in Spanish, like, oh, the Simpsons, yeah, they predicted this. I'm like, yes, I showed you this video. Like, you know, and now she's like, oh, everything is muñequito. But I'm telling you, man, every time I bring a new console, it's all Nintendo this, Nintendo that. Every time I was younger, she'd be like, oh, stop playing the Nintendo. And I'd be on my Xbox. I'm like, mom, this is an Xbox. There's a big difference. <laughs> and that's the thing is is being a parent, you know, you, you see those things and, and they're weird. But I think that as we grow up, um, a lot of us are, are more in touch with that that weirdness that we just accept. And and a lot of us play those games, and we're going to know that stuff. But there, there's little things. Yeah, like, for example, I think it's cool is that acceptance, because I have a cousin of mine who literally, he lets his son play all the time. He, like, he, back then, and we were little, obviously, they used to tell us, oh, playing video games, you're wasting your time. Now I know, <laughs> I know parents that let their kids sit there and play, because they know what video games do. Like, they know the this. If you're good at it, you can make money at it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like, now it's just so different, man. I think about it. I wish my mom just let me play it whenever I want to play. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, there's there's obviously always a cutoff when it comes down to it. I mean, like, mm-hmm. if, I, if I played World of Warcraft instead of going to my job, there were many times my girlfriend was like, go to work. And I'm like, but... But World of Warcraft wants oh, me to play man. all day. Oh, man. It's so funny you say <laughs> and, that. And there's no way that I could have survived if I didn't go to work and, you know, pay the bills. But, I mean, obviously, like, not everyone's going to be the top video game player. Mm-hmm. But I agree. Like, you know, like, 
we if if you let your kids enjoy the things that you enjoy, they're going to to keep doing those same things. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, Professor Press, this is definitely fun, man. We definitely have to get together again and, like you say, shoot the shits one more time. We we'll definitely have a lot more stuff to talk about. Um, definitely. And definitely let people know where they could find you and follow you on your social medias, man. Go ahead. Uh, on Instagram, I am Professor Pokey Pretz. Uh, you will find I am doing a huge giveaway right now for 1,500 followers. Uh, I am also about to release my first video on YouTube under Professor Pretz. And you can email me any topics at professorpretz at gmail.com. Yeah, definitely make sure you guys follow him, man. His giveaways actually are really dope like he's not just giving you away a card like he, he gives away a lot of cool stuff definitely check him out i'm excited for your project for the youtube stuff to be honest i know you talked about it i'm glad you mentioned it before we let go because i want people to definitely be on top of it when you start because um it's definitely going to be fun um and yeah definitely you guys know me uh name's tazaka definitely you can find me on instagram tazaka nerds out or one word uh same on twitter same on youtube um i definitely will be doing some video ones soon to definitely get this going but yeah professor pretz definitely thank you for passing by hanging out with us and um this was fun we'll definitely um, get together again sometime good to see you trainers and have a great day